1: Now let's get this party
0: You're listening to Fox
1: Sports Radio
2: Yeah, rock man Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And wherever you are, making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Kind of a bummer, no Thursday night football. I mean, we've got bowl games, so there's that. Yeah, what are you
1: talking about? We got plenty of Thursday football. We got a game starting at 11.30
2: a.m. Eastern today. Uh, The Dukes-Mayo Bowl. Yeah, who's in that game, by the way? Yeah. The Tar Heels and who, Brady Quinn?
1: Oh, the Gamecocks. Your Gamecocks. Damn right. Shane
2: Shane Beamer uh, turning the program around there. A, here's what
1: we know. Yeah. Someone's going to get a mayo bath when it's all said. And done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to love that. Yeah. Tell me just about it. Man. doused
2: with mayo. This, how gross yes. Is that? Just all over
1: your body. It
2: sounds, like a, it sounds like a normal Thursday to me. If there was. Do you hey, guys like geez. mayo?
1: <laughs> I hate mayo. Really? I, oh, I hate mustard. I hate mayo. Uh, oh, ketchup's like. Uh, is, is Tabasco considered like a condiment? Like how would we. Let's consider it one. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, I like uh, Tabasco. Okay. I just, I hate mustard and I hate mayo. I
2: love m- mustard. All right, what, what's love better? love mayo.
0: Uh, I'd take a bath and, and ketchup. I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I love ketchup. So I would dive into a, a, a pool of ketchup. You know, uh, that is and enjoy uh, it. <laughs> That's. I would uh, shower in mayo for certain. If if there was a a, a a mayo shower available where you turn on the faucet and mayo just comes out, oh. I'd jump in there. Yeah,
1: uh, there. That is, that is horrific.
2: There is in my
0: total uh, natural um, state.
2: There too. there are those showers available. Um, yeah, and I'll send you a couple of links. Oh, uh, you can uh, go check that out. Um, but, but what do you prefer, really uh, M- Miracle Whip or real mayonnaise? I like real mayonnaise. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Miracle Whip goes better with some things, you know? Like, there's just some, like, a Miracle Whip with, uh, if you're making, like, a tuna sandwich with some Miracle Whip. My mom
0: was a big Miracle Whip person. We, you know, we were bologna sandwich eating people, you know? I hear you, man. Mayo but, on some uh, some miracle whip on a bologna sandwich oh, is, yeah. is pretty good. 100%. Yeah.
2: And see, but yeah. here's here's the thing. Uh, Lavar. you and I are talking, you know, because we're up on that game. Brady's okay. not. He's okay. not on okay. that. You know, he was yeah. golfing what? growing up. You know, what? Cat, caviar, uh, golfing what are you talking about? 75 just, degrees I, I, I'm all year I'm not. A, I'm, not a, I'm not
1: a mayo guy, yeah. all right? I, I used eat peanut butter sandwiches. That yeah. was all I so, ate. Yeah.
0: I am out I was on peanut butter. Yeah. You what? I'm out on peanut butter. Really? Really? Yeah, I'm not a peanut butter fan. Huh? Like always? Um, yeah, because I always I think I had a bad experience with peanut butter. I think it, like, I, <laughs> it, when I it first got. A dog? So, <laughs> ew! It didn't involve a dog. What's um, Yeah, I mean, that, I guess that would be really traumatic, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> mine was a little would. different. I just think I just remember the first time. And it's crazy because I was super young, but I remember it. Uh, you know, the first time I ate peanut butter, I jumped right into it and I took a big of like a big, big uh, spoonful oh, of it, no. and I felt like I was going to choke. Yeah. Well, I felt like I literally felt like I was going to choke and die, and I never really got into peanut butter after that.
2: You remember the uh, the what was that peanut butter? Or the milk commercial where the guy had too much peanut butter and he was trying to say the name Aaron Burr, Burr or Allen Burr, whatever it was, and he had yeah. a mouthful of jiff yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that, there was that. Uh, yeah, that's when a, a lot of people whole mouthful, learned. huh, yeah, Jonas? Whole mouthful. Yeah, I can't believe it. Absolutely, you guys. Yeah, just class acts through and through, folks. So there they are, Brady <laughs> Quinn, Lamar Arrington. Uh, all well, right, you said it. Uh, listen, I you know I'm just trying to uh, you know we. we We just had went through some uh, condiment uh, trauma here, so I want to make sure everybody's... uh, I
0: just made sure I let you guys understand that. You know what? There aren't always positive outcomes to condiments. That's all.
2: (laughs) Tell me about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you are unbelievable. Uh, all right. Uh, and away we go. It is uh, We are off and running here on Fox Sports Radio. What did you say, Brady? Yeah. 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 Good yeah. point. Happy Father's Day, everyone. All right. So the um, the interesting uh, back and forth yesterday. Why do dogs like peanut butter uh, so like, oh, I'm sorry. no man, but they love
1: that stuff. They certainly do. Ours is on medication right now. We're going to give it to her like twice a day, but... She had no problem taking the pills. With some <laughs> of butter.
2: Make sure you got a spoon. Uh, all right. So the um, so the conversation yesterday got a little bit odd uh, for Saquon Barkley in the media because um, the Giants are heading to Chicago to take on the Bears. The last time they were there, Saquon Barkley suffered uh, the devastating knee injury um, at Soldier Field. And um, so, it's, you know, he's he's coming back to the place where, you know, that was a problem that changed his career. It could have really impacted his career permanently moving forward depending on how his career finishes out. And so, um, you know, he was there. And uh, the media, and one media member in particular, decided to ask him this question as he gets ready for the game.
1: Hey, Saquon, I know you guys are going back to Chicago, where obviously you tore your ACL last year. Some players are looking for closure. They'll go back to the spot that it happened and spit, maybe even... And some would, you know, maybe even
0: want to burn down the stadium that it happened. Is and is that something that, you know,
1: you you've considered doing it for all this no i mean are we for real that could be a real reporter was it
0: i mean is he reporting or is he writing comic books you know like he just you know (laughs) spider-man
2: did he really ask him
1: if he's going to admit publicly to wanting to burn the stadium soldier field down
2: Oh, did he really ask man. him
1: publicly if he's going to go out there and urinate on the field? <laughs> Green Goblin.
0: Green uh, Goblin, we would like to wa- we would like to know that last fight that you had with Spider-Man and Soldier Field before they tore it down. Uh, <laughs> did it make you want to throw one of your Green Goblet bombs and blow it up?
2: Oh, like, it's so funny. Where man. is it
0: like uh, you know, the thing about when you hear questions like that and it it's stated the way that it's stated, you know how there's there are always stereotypes, right? And as athletes, you can get stereotyped very easily by by appearance, a lot of different things. There's just stereotyping. When you think about like a reporter and, and, and what some of the stereotypes have been, like they're detached, they're unaware, they're, they're you know, it, that is the ultimate stereotypical viewpoint for me of a reporter. You have absolutely no clue how, how horrible in your mind you sound with that coming out of your mouth. But he thought that was a dope question. <laughs> and he was about to write an award-winning column based off of that super amazing question oh, that he asked. I just,
1: I just don't want to hear the media complain about an answer that a player ever gives. 100%. Like, if, if you're going to open things up and you you should be mad at your own profession, I don't know who that guy is. If I was a part of that beat, I'd be sitting there. And, and obviously this is all done what, via Zoom or a conference call whatever. I'd be sitting there and being like, "Dude, don't, don't take that, that guy's credentials away. Mm. Like, don't don't let him represent us. Like, collectively as a community, this now goes viral and it's funny and it's written about blah blah blah. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Mm. Like, if you're trying to hold players to certain standards based on their performance and what we see in a game and everything else." You guys should want to be to hold yourselves to a certain standard and you let some slappy like that ask a question <laughs> and now it just circulates and everyone makes fun of it on social media and online, but yet at the same time, like you get mad at players' reactions to certain questions. Yeah. How hypocritical is that? Yeah. I yeah. mean, in all seriousness. Like that dude asked that question to a player and like you're okay with that. Like that dude's a part of your profession. He's a he's a colleague. He's an associate of sorts. Like, give me a break. I don't want to hear a reporter ever say a damn word about what a player says if that is a part of your group or your line of questioning.
2: And this ain't the Super Bowl, all right? I was just going to say that. For Super Bowl week – You expect that sort of stuff because people are dressed up in goofy costumes and they're asking questions like this is a guy whose career might have been ruined because of an injury. He's going back to the place and you're asking whether or not he's taken a leak on the field or he's going to burn it down or or pull some sort of an arson. Do you
0: ever think of that? Do you ever think of just. The place where something that you didn't like happening to you, you yes. want to just burn it down? Yeah,
2: of course. Yeah, I hate I don't. I, 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 mean, I hate when that happens. I don't. Um yeah, now, now this
0: is um Were you joking? Were you being sarcastic? Yeah, I was being sarcastic. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think See, about burning you, it places was
2: backdraft? down. Backdraft? Yeah. I mean, what, what is it? All of a sudden you're like an arsonist? It, I, I don't think that, I don't think about burning places down. Uh here's the uh here's uh, the other part no of this. No backdraft reference uh, no I don't know what you're talking about. I don't really <laughs> watch ya. You burned him, Steven. All right, so here's the thing. Um there was a uh, there were some people that speculated that the reporter that asked the question is this guy, Wesley Steinberg, uh, who's a Giants quote-unquote insider, covers the team. Oh, geez.
0: That's what, insiders? That's um, how they ask questions? Yeah. He
2: he posted this tweet. So maybe there's something more about this. But he uh, said, quote... I've heard from multiple sources that Saquon Barkley did not take his recovery seriously in the offseason. He went out partying and drinking a lot. Also, the nice guy, team first attitude you see in the media is a total facade. Uh, end of tweet. To which I know, Lavar, you saw this. Carl Banks, yep. uh, legendary New York giant, um, you know, uh, one of the more popular guys in the history of the franchise, I would say. Uh, he commented on it saying, We're at the point in the season now where we're character assassinating guys uh, because. we're in a losing season, but it's stuff like this to where maybe he's asking the question because he's got an agenda. Of course. So, like, at what point... Do you put aside whatever your agenda is and your personal feelings and just do the job? Like, like cover the team. Like, like instead of asking questions about whether or not a guy's going to burn a stadium down because he suffered an injury there, ask a legitimate question, but it feels like this guy maybe had an agenda going into this. Maybe his agenda
0: agenda was to get Saquon to answer the way that he did. You know, and and again, a lot of times writers beat reporters – different different people that are doing articles they you know they have their their time schedules that that they have to get things done their deadlines they already have their stories written and you know Mike Wilbon told me this a a long time ago when I got into the league because he you know he told me you got to stop getting upset when when people you know publish the stories that they're publishing on you and because it's 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 really it's you know, it's one of those things where they see it the way they see it and they're going to report it and write it the way that they report it and write it. And you it comes with a grain of salt. It's a part of the business. And and when you when you get into a situation where media already has their agenda as to what they want to prove he wanted to prove something by getting a reaction out of Saquon if Saquon reacts maybe he gets further of what it is that he was looking for out of Saquon if if Saquon reacts the way that he did react he already has a way in his mind to manipulate it to be what, it wants, what he wants it to be because the story really is already written so uh, that was a major part of why I got into media was because of the misrepresentation of how people, you know, wrote their stories and reported directly to, on me. You know, I wasn't the person that the, I was reading about in these articles. And and that's sad because up until now, up until, you know, social media, you had to be at the the, the mercy of what the writers interpreted you to be. So if they were right about it or accurate in your your estimation of it, then it's great. If they were inaccurate, then that's bad and not and it hurts. And, and it's painful when you have people dictate or, or portray you in a way that that is, you know, not who you are. I don't I don't like that type of stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, that was just uh, uncomfortable all the way through. But at least, you know, he gave the one-word answer. I mean, he could have uh, could have played along, but he gave the one-word answer, and now, uh, you know, he gives them a little bit of their own medicine. Uh, it's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives, available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. All right, coming up next, we've got uh, some potentially devastating season and Ending news for a couple of teams and their two quarterbacks. We'll get into all that for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up, um, we are going to hear from uh, one coach on the status of his quarterback uh, moving forward. We'll get into that for you here uh, on FSR. Uh, by the way, we are talking about, uh, what was it, the uh, power of love? It's uh, called glory.
0: It's so funny. You're yeah. in my head. It's glory of love. Yeah.
2: It's um, Peter Cetera, somebody yeah, Peter, tweeted in. Yeah, Peter Cetera, yeah. yeah so there that, it is. Yeah. LaVar was trying to place the name of the song from Karate Kid 2, and we thought it was uh, Power of Love. Uh, it was Glory of yeah, Love. Yeah, Glory of Love. How Great about that? song,
0: by the way. How about that? Hey, hey, Berto, you'll have to bring us back to that song. I mean, it's a it's a pretty du- – I mean, the, the intro is a little long. It might be too long for people to get an opportunity to hear it. Uh, but it's a really good song, man.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so song. who knows? Maybe You know, we'll that was the
0: point where Ralph Macchio fell in love with his little girlfriend in Okinawa, and they were running on the beach. And, yeah, it was pretty – it was
2: uh, kind of corny. LaRusso got around, man. Fell yeah, in love with every did. movie. The
0: girls liked LaRusso.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think I like Johnny Lawrence more. By the way, Cobra Kai is coming out. Uh, I was about to tomorrow. say, didn't you tell yeah. me that Cobra Kai was the new season was coming? Big okay. time. I watch
0: it. I'm in. Brady, are you a Karate uh karate kid uh uh fan? Do
1: you mean like the series or the original movie? Either one. Um the original movies, yes. The okay. whole Cobra Kai thing since it no. came back. I kinda I, I kinda feel bad. Um almost because like I feel like Ralph Macchio in that series. Is a d bag. Like, I, I ended up total, he total. total like, 100%. I ended up rooting for like Cobra Kai, even though they try to make Ralph Macchio this like likable protagonist. And I'm just like, get, get away from this. Like I, I now I want to be a part of the Cobra Kai. Like and I super hated that when I was young. But you know what? I think that that's what they were going
0: for because Johnny was so he was the d bag in the original the original deal. Like you know, and that. I mean, what's the dude's name? What's the sensei's name? He's still – he was always a D-bag anyway. I I don't
2: don't know his name. I think it's Martin Cove is his name in real life. I don't know his name in uh, in the show. I forget his name. Yeah, I forget. But,
0: yeah, uh, man, I mean, I think that that's the key. Like, they, they flipped it.
2: Can, can we also call it what it is? Cobra Kai, the acting is so bad. that It's so, it's it,
0: so bad. It's so good, I know.
2: It, it does this weird thing to where you can't. And the way it rolls over, it just continues on episode after episode. Next thing you know, you're three or four in going, right, well, now I'm, I'm committed. I'm committed to this whole thing. And also this as well, too. Stop lying to us. And, and telling us this is being done in the valley in Southern California when it's when it's Atlanta. All right, the valley doesn't look like that. All right, nowhere in the valley looks like that. There's not that much green around. There's not that many trees. All right, it's being filmed in Atlanta.
0: Some so of it. we're 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 not in Receda. No, it's
2: huh. part of it. Like half it's filmed in Atlanta. Probably because it's cheaper. So, there's that. Oh, there you go. A little breakdown. Taxes. Uh, All right. uh, It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. So, John Harbaugh updated the uh, media yesterday on the status of Lamar Jackson, practiced for the first time since suffering the ankle injury against the Cleveland Browns a few weeks ago. Uh, Here was the Ravens head coach.
1: As far as the rest of it, we'll go through the week, see how we progress, and I'm really hopeful. I mean, I told you, like I said last week, I'm hopeful for all of our quarterbacks. Of uh, course, you know, starting with Lamar, he's a starting quarterback. He's our guy, and I really want to see him out there on Sunday. I know the fans do. I know Lam- most of all Lamar does. So he's going to do everything he can to be out there. And you know, you just I, you, know, you can't make a you can't make a, a promise because we don't know. We can't. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. That's not for us to know. So I'm hopeful, uh, and we'll also, you know, I know Tyler will be ready to go. He'll be back here. Should be back in here tomorrow. And of course Josh is also practicing today as well. Uh and Chris is practicing. He's back from COVID. So we've got some guys back and that's that's a, a benefit to us.
2: So that was John Harbaugh, the Ravens head coach. Um they're they're just screwed, right? I mean, this is uh, this season's going to go the way it was looking like it was going to go before the year. Uh, the fact they started off the way that they did was impressive, but it just feels like they've run out of you know life preservers, and this is where they are. They're the eight seed right now, tied with Miami, but they're you know uh, Miami has the tiebreaker uh, for the final playoff spot. It just feels like Baltimore's in a really tough spot with injuries all over the place. Even before the season, they got questions with the uh, Lamar Jackson. Now they've got the Rams this weekend, and then they follow up with the Steelers after that it just feels like Baltimore's up against a Brady
1: I mean they're not the same team if Lamar's not 100 percent. he had a noticeable limp that's that's kind of the biggest issue I think if you're looking at Baltimore and you know honestly their their backs are against the wall their defense has just fallen by the wayside I mean they're obviously dealing with a bunch of injuries but even before that they weren't playing as well uh, in the secondary so that's that's my concern for them is whatever version of the Baltimore Ravens you get at a hundred percent, or I guess I should say, even with your starters playing, is they're not the same version of what we saw earlier this season. So I, it's unfortunate um, because of I think what they've kind of dealt with. But this week, it's just I think it's a bad matchup. You got the Rams coming in, who we know can throw the football. I mean, Cooper Cup is leading the league in everything right now. OBJ has come along. You got Van Jefferson. You got these other pieces that get involved in the offense. Cam Akers may be back, which if he comes back, and by the way, Sonny Michelle ripped off over 100 yards last week too. But if Akers comes back, that's where you kind of look at the Rams at least. If and again, it would be so fast to come back from a torn Achilles. But if he can and be the type of player that he can be, that could be a game changer for the Rams going through the NFC in the playoffs. So. I just think it's a bad matchup for where this Baltimore Ravens secondary has been, or defense has been, and and, and and you know with the Rams coming in who need to win, who need to keep this thing going too, and Lamar not being 100. It's just a, it's a bad setup all the way around.
0: I, I would agree with that. I, I would say the one thing that's working in their favor is is that the Bengals are top of their division, and they have Kansas City and the Browns. And while we will say, well, okay, we we know what Kansas City is and what that could end up being, but so what about the Browns? The Browns are a team that can beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and and so you're looking at the potential of Cincinnati having a two game skid at the the most critical time in the season, and that could be a that could be the blessing in disguise for the Ravens. That that okay, they have. The rams and they have the steelers uh to to finish out things uh, you know that's going to be that's going to be a barn burner in my opinion because the steelers and the ravens are fighting for not only a playoff position but could be potentially fighting for the divisional crown if you're the ravens so I, I just, you know, I I, I believe I, I I don't think that mathematically that the Bengals have it locked up. I do believe if they were to lose two games, the Ravens would be able to win the the AFC North. I, I know Brady, you're good at that stuff. I I could be off, but I do think that the Ravens are still the Ravens still have a lot to play for, and and so while they're 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 hobbled, while they may not be, you know, the team that they have been, you got two games left and 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 you know in so many ways it's kind of it's more favorable for them to end up being where they need to be at the end of the regular season than the other teams in their division. And I think that that's working to their advantage somewhat.
2: Let me ask you guys this. Do you think Baltimore, since he has a, has an easier path right now just based on this, Baltimore's obviously banged up. They've got injuries and, and, and issues all over the roster and they've got two home games, but they're the Rams and the Steelers. And then Cincinnati's a game up in the division but they do have the Chiefs and then they're at Cleveland. So Lavar, would you rather have Cincinnati's path with a one game lead? I, I, I'd rather Baltimore. have
0: the Ravens. I'd rather have the Ravens. Really? I, I don't. I I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to see the Rams or the Chiefs right now. If I'm any team, I wouldn't want to see those two teams. Um, but I would. I would say, if there's one team out of the two right now that I would say, okay, they could be susceptible to having a letdown game, which it has proven out at times. It would be the Rams. And, and so I would say I would feel more comfortable going into a Rams game than a Chiefs game. I certainly would feel more comfortable going into – and I hate to say it, it, pains me. I I would rather go into a Steelers game in the final week than go into a Browns game. I, I think the Browns are more dangerous today than the Steelers are.
1: There was, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with any of that. I mean, I, I, it's – at this point – it's Cincinnati's division to lose. Like, like, that's how this whole thing shakes out right now. Everyone can still play for everything, but it's, it's Cincinnati's division to lose. And you have to admit, they're, they're, the, they're playing the best football of anyone right now. Yes, they are. I mean, so, so that's – they got
0: the Chiefs. And I hate to do, say that. but and I got hate got to Chiefs say that because to, I know you've been saying They got the Chiefs coming yeah. to their house. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. I it mean – It's a little
1: different. Yeah, it's yeah, – That is a
2: tad bit different. It, do you guys – so when they show the footage yesterday of Lamar Jackson uh, limping – and people are like, oh, man, with that limp, uh, we're not sure whether or not he's going to be ready in a few days. By to, the to way, play NFL I needed game. to see
1: yeah. him, like, take a few steps. You know, like when you talk about a guy having a limp, sometimes got a little, they got a little swagger to him. And sometimes that can come off as, like, a little <laughs> bit of a limp. So I almost need to see that gait for about a good 10, 15, 20 yards.
2: Do you think he was sounding a little bit? Knowing practice is being filmed.
1: Like I said, he's got a lot of swag. Yeah. So I also wondered how much of that is in there. Like, I don't see Lamar Jackson walk a ton. So I would really need to dive into the tape. And really do a deep dive analysis of his gait, <laughs> little gait mean, analysis I mean, to see if he's got a little pit walk to him. You know? I mean, maybe he's, uh, you know, maybe he's a little. Uh, he might have the little South Florida walk. Well, to it's him, that, you know? or you know, uh, it's uh, a different
2: walk down here. Man. Uh, yeah. Usual suspects, you know, verbal Kent turned into Kaiser Soze at the end uh, because yes, of did. the limp, uh, you know, straightened yes, out. So maybe, did. maybe uh, Lamar's pulling a little Usual Suspects he on the media there. Be. Great. Pull. And, and what the hell is that with that practice field? Were they practicing on sawdust? What was wrong with that? You, was there like a brown? T- on the field anybody Dude, else notice this that? time of year it's hard to keep it green i mean come on really like you can't put I like, mean, like fake grass out those there. east coast type hey of bud problems. here's a little secret for you
1: it. you know the coliseum you know the, the, that whole grass the nice field they have yeah yeah when you walk out there it doesn't smell like fresh cut grass it smells like paint they're constantly painting that thing green to make it look pretty. Well, the rest of the marks side of that. Well,
2: look, I, I, I don't hang out in dumps like the Coliseum, so I don't know. What well, to there, tell you. Yeah, wow. there you go. Oh, not, wow. Not Kanye my, uh, West and Drake
0: did. They yeah, that's,
2: that is true. Yeah, they yeah, did. Uh, by the way, Kanye's uh, got his own problems right now. Uh, he's uh, you know, he's losing uh, you know losing a relationship uh, to the uh, to the bad comedian from Saturday Night Live. So, I mean, that know.
0: that that's kind of. <laughs> tough.
2: <laughs> it is tough. That's kind of tough, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, it definitely is tough. Uh, all right, yeah. it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Labar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are going to get to a another situation. Somebody on the show is calling their shot when it comes to a quarterback this weekend. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, 10 minutes from now, there are some players in the world of football that are getting jobbed, absolutely screwed. We'll get into all that for you uh, here on FSR. Um, now, there is uh, some conflicting reports out there, some, I guess, differing of opinions. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is confident he can play with the thumb injury that he's got going on, uh, you know, although he did leave practice a little bit early. But, you know, there's uh, there, there seems to be some optimism, real or not, that, uh, that Garoppolo maybe gives it a go this weekend. Uh, Brady Quinn, you are skeptical, and you would like to call your shot now about who's starting a quarterback this weekend for the 49ers.
1: Oh, he ain't playing this weekend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm saying it right now.
1: If the injury is what they've said it is, and if it's that UCL, that ligament in his thumb, and he's got a chipped-off bone, I mean, for starters, they've got to split it in order for it to be able to heal. And so I'm sure he's wearing a splint when he's not out there trying to practice or whatever. But let's not forget before the season the shenanigans that Shanahan played yeah. with us <laughs> and Jimmy Garoppolo in regards to who is going to be the starter between him and Trey Lance, all right? We're not that far removed from it where we shouldn't forget about that. So uh, a lot of shenanigans by Shanahan, by the way. Don't say that too fast. <laughs> Shenanig- it, shenanigans. shenanigans by Shanahan. Uh, a lot of that's going on right now. But there's, I just don't see it. And it's crazy, too, because, I mean, look, this is a game that I, I would have said a few weeks ago, yeah, start Trey Lance. They should win this game. They're going up against the Houston Texans. And by the way, is the line still 12 and a half? I mean, that that leads you to one of two things. Either people think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play, and even if he does, I think he's going to have a hard time playing to the level that he needs to. We saw what it looked like when he injured it versus Tennessee. So I still think he needs some time to wait before he comes back too soon in this case. But then it's also, or maybe it's also the fact that they just feel like the Texans have been, you know, kind of hit their ceiling. And this is where they come back down to earth. And it's just a bad match versus the 49ers. Because otherwise I'd say, take the 12 and a half points. Like, I I, I mean, that's the only explanation. I think if Trey Lance has his first start, I don't know that the San Francisco 49ers are running away with it because I think they're going to need to run the football in order to do that.
2: I think the logic behind the line is San Francisco's got extra rest uh, and Houston is gonna have a major letdown having to, to go on the road and travel but still 12 to have a
0: major letdown
2: yeah based on uh, them beating the Chargers last week that they think oh you know that's not, that's that's a total facade they're gonna they're gonna come back down to earth going on the road at San Francisco that's I the mean, only reason I could I could I could make for it
0: why would we say a team that has won four games? is going to have a letdown. I mean, if you think about it, they played 11 times and and lost. I mean, why let down? I think they're a dangerous team. In fact, when you have a team that has nothing else but pride in their jobs and self-respect to play for, I don't know that you look at this as a letdown game. I think you look at it as it's a dangerous game, and it's even more dangerous if you have pros that are preparing for a rookie that has not played all year. This is a dangerous game for the 49ers. This isn't a letdown game for the Texans. This is a trap game for the 49ers. And and this is a team that is trying to find a way into the playoffs i don't know how we look at them once they get into the playoffs i don't even know how we look at this 49ers team as we come out of this season was this a winning like was this a win of a season for them and and shanahan was this a lose of a season can we throw push in there i don't even know how we view the niners you know, as we move forward. But one thing I say we, you, you know, you shouldn't do is just chalk this up as a back to earth experience for the Texans. I think the Texans are a dangerous team that figured out that, you know what, if we play our asses off and we believe in this, we actually can, can do some pretty good things. That's a fine football team that they handled. They didn't just beat the chargers. They Handle the Chargers. You don't luck around into a win like that. That's not by luck. Not, they had to do that they had to put their uniforms on and go out there and do what that is the performance that they put
2: on film that day but there were there was uh you know some key members of the uh, defense missing. i don't care uh, i don't, I don't or, care well, i mean you know it's I, the pros bro uh, ladies and gentlemen so basically what you're saying Labar, is uh houston plus 12 and a half that is an early preview to your shot call for uh tomorrow a little bit of shot callers uh, here i'm on the just
0: show. saying man if you think that that the Niners are going to just walk over the Texans and it, you know, it's like, okay, this is the perfect game for Jimmy Garoppolo to be out and get healthy. I think you're wrong.
2: Uh, it's a uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox sports radio, Labar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox coming up next. There are some players in the world of football uh, who should be pissed off. We'll get into all the details for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the
0: Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it one hundred. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts.
0: There it is. There it is. Yeah, that's That's it.
1: That's it. It's the one. Oh, Christ. Yeah. How do you get power of love out of this? Yeah,
2: <laughs> Man, this song stinks.
0: I don't know how I get power. This is an amazing song, dude. Wow. Are you being serious? I mean.
1: It starts to on. pick up here. Come on, Jones. Come on, Berto. I believe this Just is, give it a second.
2: I believe this is what uh, made Van Gogh cut his ear off. Oh, geez. Wow. Uh, why do you have to be so tough. negative,
1: Jonas? <laughs> uh, for a
2: morning the- show, you can't be more positive? Yeah, it's more fun. Sorry, so it's crowd. really
1: not. <laughs> it just sounds like you're a yeah, know, but, negative curmudgeon. Yeah,
2: let's go through some of your text messages and talk about who's a curmudgeon. All right, pal. Oh, uh, Here it is, Lamar. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah,
1: yeah. I am the man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero
0: that you're dreaming of.
2: <laughs> Good God. We're
0: gonna
1: live forever. I gotta forever. be honest. I don't think this is from Karate Kid. That is. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah.
0: 100%. 100%. 100%. I pictured this like in another movie. Oh man. 100%. They were on the beach. They were oh, running on the beach. Just
2: uh glory. I like got
0: this part in the song right now. She's looking at him, he's looking at her and she says something to him. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to beat dudes tail for you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get it done." Yeah.
2: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here Fox Sports Radio. Well put, Roberto. Uh, two, <laughs> here on that's not the here right? when
1: he says that, right? Uh,
2: I, I don't know. I'm not sure at this point. Uh, by the way, uh, do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You <laughs> not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself if you've been using marijuana in any form. Do not get behind the wheel. Roberto. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high. Get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Uh, all right. So it is bowl season. And, um, you know, I found some information I wanted to uh, run by you guys, see if you think this is fair. Uh, we've got swag bag details, folks. Yeah. Uh, got swag bag details for bowl games. Uh, now, first of all, I just want to get this out of the way. The cheese It Bowl last night between Clemson and Iowa State, uh, while the law offices of Bitch and Moan by uh, Matt Campbell complaining about the band. Uh, you know, those guys don't get Cheez Its. I mean, they got a Cheez-It bath, uh, Dabo Swinney did, but they get an Amazon gift card, a Fossil Watch, an OGO backpack, a commemorative football, but you don't get a box of Cheez-Its for playing in the Cheez-It bowl, the greatest I mean, cracker sure of all time. I mean, i sure
1: there's Cheez-Its all week while you're there as snacks, I'm sure.
2: I mean, you know, listen, I just think it's a little bit unfair. All right, so uh, Roberto would rather have Cheetos over Cheez-Its. That is uh, one of the worst takes ever told on Sports Radio. Uh, I,
0: I would have to say that you're right on that one jonas
2: uh what che- cheese it's are better than cheetos right i would rather
0: have cheese it's
2: 100 i yeah. agree uh, all right uh so the duke's mayo bowl between north carolina and south carolina tell me what you think about this uh the guys are getting a hypervolt go massager yeah uh a shopping experience at belk's south park flagship store how about okay. that? So, so what it, do you guys did, make did of that? Did this used to be the
1: Belk Bowl? I think so. Yeah. Maybe that guy got caught shoplifting at a Belk. Yes. <laughs> Quite yes. possibly the greatest free promotion for Belk ever. Yeah. But that, obviously not good enough to uh, keep them the naming. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah,
2: that is a, a fair point. Uh, we've also got the uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, that is uh, the Michigan State pit game coming up. Uh, no Kenny Pickett. Uh, sorry about that, Brady. Your guy, Kenny Pickett, not going to yeah, be a no, part No, no, Kenneth
1: Walker either. Uh, Running back from Michigan State.
2: All right, so this uh, the 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 swag bag here for the guy is a four hundred dollar Mastercard gift card by University Fan Cards, a fossil watch, and a commemorative football. Okay. Not all that bad. I not mean, bad. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a fair giveaway there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, when they've got the uh, the other bowl game here, the Las Vegas Bowl, there's a gift suite, whatever that means. Uh, maybe they're not uh, not allowed to tell anybody what they give there. But uh, do you guys remember? <laughs> it's like uh, a champagne room, apparently. Yeah. It's, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? I mean, is it a couple of lap dance? <laughs> well, you go in there, you get to pick
1: out what you want, you know? Well, no, fair goodness. enough.
2: You know? <laughs> I'm just not even going to say it. Roberto, this isn't uh, Tijuana. Yeah, by, no. <laughs> by the way, if it was, nobody's, uh, Barrett Robbins, uh, say hi to him on the way in. You know, there's uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, do you guys remember what your swag bag was at any of your bowl games? You remember I remember what, what we
1: got some big-ass TV that I had to haul back to my dorm room. That was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: so there's that. So not everything's perfect, but uh, Cheetos better than Cheez-Its? Jesus